You're tuned in to the Nerd Network Podcast. All right, you're watching and listening to the Nerd Network Podcast. I'm your host, Marcy. Hero Blake. And Kevin. How's it going? It's going good. How are you guys doing? Life is beautiful. Nice. Kevin, it's been a while since we had you on here, since we did a Monday movie madness thing. <laughs> Haven't done that in a while. We should probably catch up on that sometime. Hope you guys liked it. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, good times. Good times. Uh, we're in the month of December. 2020. December. We're all still alive. As you guys can see, we have a lovely cr a Christmas tree in the studio today. I decorated it myself. He did. You yeah. could tell the hours that he put in. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Light by light, yeah, star exactly. by star. That's exactly right. As we go forward, I'll probably keep decorating it some more. We'll find out. Maybe. Hey, that'd be cool. Yeah, there might be some presents under the Christmas tree. Hey. Eventually, we'll see. It's cool. All right. We're going to shake up the show, and we're going to go right into Recommended, where we go around the table and recommend something we watched recently, and we recommend to you, viewers and listeners. And go, Blake. So I'm I'm on an anime uh, bender right now. Usually in the winter, I, I get a lot in. There's a lot of new shows about to come out uh, in the month of December. Um, Attack on Titan, I'm excitedly waiting on. But my Recommended for this week is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, I watched this on Verve. Um, it's probably available on other platforms, Crunchyroll, uh, things like that. Um, but it's a new take on um, taking somebody from a modern-like society, uh, very much like we live, and uh, brought into a, I don't want to say a gamer world, but a, a universe that has gamer-like qualities. Um, this guy has brought in, um, he kind of has some regret, he dies, um, in our world, I, I guess you would say. Um, and as he is bleeding out, uh, he gets stabbed. As he's bleeding out, he kind of is looking back on his life, having regrets. Um, and there's almost like this computerized narrator-type voice. Every time he lists a regret, you know, I wish I would have been more aggressive with the ladies. Um, it gives him a predator uh, power-up. Um, he's like, you know, I wish I would have... Um, you know, I don't want to feel the pain that I'm feeling now as he got stabbed and is bleeding out. Uh, he gets a power up to where he can't, t you know, feel, feel pain or take damage. Um, and so he, he gets reincarnated as this ball of slime. Can't see, um, can't really move around. And, uh, he kind of goes and, and develops from there. Um, it's kind of interesting because starting off that way, he's actually extremely OP. Um, he, he really can't be killed. He's super strong. He absorbs one of the strongest, I guess, characters in this universe. I don't want to give anything away. Um, but it instantly makes him one of the most powerful creatures in the universe. Okay. So I'm interested. This guy hates his life and then he, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, well, he, he's, uh, he, he's a virgin. He hates his life. Things didn't really go the way that he wanted to. He kind of more focused on work. Um, he gets stabbed and then at, in death gets reincarnated in, in an opportunity to do it all over again. So you said he was OP. So he's, what are his actual powers as a so slime? As, so he can absorb anything. Think of like flubber, like a okay. blue flubber. Okay. So anything he absorbs, he instantly get the, gets the power powers of. Well, he's in this cave with all these strong ass monsters. So there's monsters with poison. There's monsters with you know xyz and he absorbs them and instantly gets that power i gotcha so there's there's nothing that he can't do um and then he he kind of um gets kind of roped into 
um, helping out some weaker people, um, kind of helping them, um, you know, not get picked on as much. Um, and he, it, the first season is just him getting thrown into these situations and have to thinking, think about it diplomatically. Um, cause you know, the, he's always looking out for the little guy and things like that. So the first season was super interesting. Um, a, a completely different take on, uh, you know, a hero, um, a guy who really doesn't have any goals per se. He's not out to find any particular thing or reach a certain level of power, um, or title, um, and so he kind of has this nonchalant kind of way about it, but it's a, it's really interesting. Um, kind of like the rising of the shield hero I mentioned last time. Awesome. Cool. You can check it out where I watch it on Verve Crunchyroll. I would imagine has it as nice. well. That's just nice. All right. I'm going to go into my recommended. It is a documentary. You can find it on Amazon. No, I'm sorry. HBO Max. I'm always going to push HBO Max. <laughs> okay, I'm always going to push HBO Sponsorous. Max. Yeah. It's called The Mystery of D.B. Cooper. Uh, are you guys familiar with D.B. Cooper? At yeah. All? Give it to us. All right. D.B. Cooper was uh, a gentleman who boarded a plane in, ni- in the 70s. And uh, he had a bomb on this plane. And he was like, yo, I got this bomb on this plane. I need this much money. And they were like, oh, shoot, this has never happened before. I don't think it's ever happened before in history yet. At this, at least in America, it hasn't happened. Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was up there with the first. Yeah, he asked for $200,000, I believe. And the pilots <laughs> were like, oh, crap, what do we do? Uh, they go land somewhere at their next destination. And he let everyone off the plane. They put the money on the plane. He goes off. He Not only does he ask for the money, he asks for parachutes. He asks for four, four parachutes. Because that means... Not only he's going to have to jump off the plane, the two pilots and one of the stewardess are going to have to jump off the plane. Nice. Very yeah. considerate of yeah, human Yeah, for life. sure. No, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. He wasn't trying to... I don't, obviously, he wasn't trying to kill no one. Yeah. He just wants... Let's his money. He just wants the bag. Yeah, he just wants... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. He just wants his money. And uh, this is a big historical thing that happened. And um, he got away with it. He... As they were going to the next destina- destination on the airplane, he opens one of the doors and jumps off. And... He got away. To this day, they still don't know who D.B. Cooper is. Yeah. To this day. I don't know who he is. I don't know why <laughs> I made that sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might know. Yeah. I'm not telling you guys, though. I mean, he got a, he got away with it, and that was like the one of the first times ever someone got away with that big of amount of money. And if I remember right, aren't there like a bunch of conspiracy theories around? Yes. So what's cool about this documentary on HBO Max, that the fact that they take – four or five different stories of people who claim to be D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a guy that told his wife on his deathbed. Uh, there was a woman who used to be a man and her friends claimed that she was D.B. Cooper. $200,000 goes a long way. That can fix your nose. <laughs> Anything else. Yeah. yeah. And then there was a, a, a girl who claimed that her uncle was D.B. Cooper. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's some other stories out there too. But like, they take these stories and show you these people's memory of like why they think their person was DB Cooper, and it's very interesting because you're like, who do you believe? Each story seems so real and believable that you're like, dang, each one of these persons could be DB Cooper, and it connects certain things to what happened, and it's just as you're watching, you just like. They're all D.B. Cooper. 
Like it's just crazy. You yeah. would think that they're all the same person. That's that's what I remember from um it I'm not sure if it was formatted the same way, but I remember watching a um a documentary or a show about it and they had I, I can think of at least two people and it was very clear that it could have been either. How many parts are the series for um, all the all the people? Well, it's eighty five. It's eighty five minutes, and I believe it's actually a movie. It's not. Ooh. It's a movie. It's not a. Um, mm. It's a documentary movie. It's not a series. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, I mean, <laughs> just finding out all the different stories of like how this person could, you know, being someone's niece, and you grow up thinking that this person in your family is DB Cooper. They went missing as a child. Last time you remember them uh, seeing your uncle talking to your dad about how I got away with it. You're never going to see me again. And that's what you remember as your uncle as a little kid. And that's the last time you heard from that uncle. Like, it's just crazy. And then she kind of, as a kid, remembers like little certain details that like make sense later down the road. Who do you believe the most out of the four of them? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I really don't Ooh. know. I really don't know. So they each have a, a credible. Yeah. I mean, like these, all these people believe that their person was DB Cooper. And as a viewer for me personally, I'm just like, they're all DB Cooper. Cause each, uh, each story is so realistic and they all seem to believe that it's them and their stories make sense so much. And they go, it coincides with the actual real story of what happened and what people of the police or the investigators believe that could have could have happened. I don't know. It's just weird. So it, it was there. I mean, I would imagine that the stewardess, the pilots, got to look at this guy. Yeah. And they never were like brought it to the stewardess and was like, no, it couldn't have been this guy. No, this guy, he didn't have that chin. So it was in 1971. So around this time, a lot of that police tech, you know, investigating wasn't how it is today. And they did they did a lineup. They had a sketch of this guy. But he's your typical, no offense, Caucasian white guy. Hair combed to the side, big sunglasses. Uh, comb overs are 2020, man. Like I, <laughs> like I comb my hair over. <laughs> you know, like it was definitely the 70s, 70s look back then. Right. Uh, but I mean, that's it. That's all I, I mean, there's no CSI type investigating. Right. Well, that just meant like yeah, but if the stewardess, you know, was, you know, alive, let's say in, uh, the, in the 90s oh, and they, they showed they, her. She's in the, she's in the, she's in the, uh, the movie. They, yeah. inter they interviewed the stewardess. They yeah. couldn't pinpoint where he dropped off at. No. I mean, cause they didn't know when he's dropping off and the time they're in the air. As you are a cop down on the ground, you're flying over hundreds of miles the time it gets to the ground. So did they all jump out at the same time? Or this guy, the pilots just turned around and was like, where'd he go? And he was no, gone. he was just gone. He Where's Daryl? He, he, he jumped out by himself. Right. He, 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 was, he wanted them to take him somewhere else. But he was like, I'm tired. He got paranoid and started right. getting tired of waiting. He just jumped out. And he made it. Hey. And they don't even know if D.B. Cooper is his real name. Right. Um, because the only reason why they did it, because how he told the stewardess, he wrote it on a napkin. Hey, my name is blah, blah. I have this bomb. I need this money now. Was there a bomb? Yeah, she saw it. She, she, she sat down right next to him and he opened up the suitcase. I mean, but was there a bomb? Like, I mean, like when we, the plane landed? Yeah, no, he took they... it with him. He took it with him. Oh, he, he, he didn't leave the suitcase on the plane. He jumped off with that suitcase and his big bag of money. It was crazy. They just threw the money in a bag. 
He legitimately hey, got the bag. Dude, and the 70s were a hell of a time. He escaped. <laughs> he escaped. But it's a really good documentary. It's interesting. It's fun. If you like, you know, crime mystery documentaries, please check this one out. It's called The Mystery of D.B. Cooper. You got away with it. Check it out. HBO Max. They're killing it on documentaries. I think they're killing the game, period, now. Yeah, every you know? freaking week I come in here. Yeah. Gets shoved down my throat, but apparently, I mean, it's we're gonna get into something later on. I'm gonna have to succumb to another subscription HBO service, Max. man. Yeah. God, dang it, fourteen ninety nine or six months for sixty nine ninety nine. Throwing that out there. <sighs> Cut a check, HBO. <laughs> Cut the check. Go ahead, your recommendation. Ooh, recommendation. You know, I, I think I've been going back to some weird things. You know, for about two weeks, I didn't watch anything. I was just. Focus on work and gaming, but I went back to Hulu and the Hulu recommendations for woke. I was like, well, you know, I'll try it. And unfortunately, I loved it. You know, <laughs> hey, when that happens, <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes you just want to go to bed and you just said another episode. So, my recommendation is woke on Hulu. You know, it's a, a very nice, uh, I guess comedy that you want to make it with a uh, Lamorne Morris. Uh, he is a artistic designer and I think he's brilliant. Everything he, everything he touches is turns gold. And now it's so thankful that he has his own show and it's about him. He's an artistic designer. He's, he makes this comedy sketch for newspapers called toast and butter. <laughs> That's all you know? And uh, I don't know if you guys have talked about this before, but no. it's it's just another man in San Francisco as a black man trying to make it out there in the world. And he has talent and everyone loves him. And then for some apparent reason, you know, he's just another man walking in. The cops accosted him and he had a traumatic experience. And that traumatic experience led him to loses endorsementship, loses talent, but in that retrospect, he gained some enlightful, I don't know, um, insight to the world, and it came in the form of illustrations that he once and once drew. So beautiful. And so it's a comedy. Uh, I want you guys to check it out. The first time I watched it, the first episode, it gets you going. Um, he is in peril. Um, he was at the top of the mountain, the San Francisco mountains, and then quickly went to the slums. And I don't know if you guys have never, ever been down, but if you're down in life, you're grasping at every straw, and that's what he's trying to get to. No, that's cool. Uh, the cast, I see uh, JB Smooth is on there. Yeah. <laughs> JB's hilarious, man. He's so funny. And then Blake Anderson from uh, Workaholics. Workaholics. Oh, man. he's. Numer oh. oh, he's so funny. I think he just plays himself in Everything? All, all his roles. Which yeah. is fine. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's funny. No, that's great. No, it looks like a good It's cast. a natural perm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've seen uh, the show. Um, I've never it, seen it. Dude, it's good. Yeah. yeah. If, if um, I mean, I know you, you push HBO Max, but if there was ever reason to get Hulu, mm. um, they have a couple of good shows. This is one of them. You're right. The first episode gets you locked in. Um, I... I think it's the first episode uh, where he um, is at the press conference and he's c kind of, you know, that's that's the beginning of the end, yeah. if you will, and that was epic. Um, so I don't want to give anything away, but uh, that's that's a hell of a recommended. That's a good show. Nice. No, I want to check that out. So 
That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, the gentleman that was in um, New Girl, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yep. He's a funny guy. He's good. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. Don't even bring up New Girl. Zoe. <laughs> Sheesh. You know, um, after Thanksgiving, the day, the minute, basically, after Thanksgiving, I just start listening to... to Mariah Carey? Oh, what's... I mean, I li- she's up there. It's like a... Every playlist, it's R and B Christmas playlist. Yeah, her. Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly Christmas playlist. So I think the day after Thanksgiving is when I can hardly wait for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I worked in retail, man. When I was in high school, I worked at the mall, and the Christmas music starts in like you know mid November, and so for years, man, I've been burnt out on all. I don't want to hear it. Oh no. But um, like I said, this year I'm trying to turn it around, you know what I'm saying? So we, we normally I don't put a tree up until like 10 days before Christmas and all that, but <laughs> I decided to, to get on it early this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're not going to talk about too much of Christmas movies yet this soon, but I hate Christmas movies. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with me? I, I have them? a problem. I do not like Christmas movies. They're all for one. They're never good, and they're super cheesy. Well, yeah, you're just supposed to sit back and have fun with it. Uh, it's one of those things that, like, you put on while you're cleaning or decorating or wrapping presents. You're not supposed to pay attention to the plot holes of Hallmark. Fuck Hallmark. <laughs> well, I, I'll okay. Mm. I, I'm not a big fan of Hallmark. Those are those are <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> are they not? I don't viewers. I like Christmas movies, Christmas shows. Mm. I think those are those are like what's on like. I, I don't know. I look at those when I was a little kid and used to like go through like Macy's or Sears. Those would be like on the TVs in the TV section or whatever. Oh, I didn't think anybody actually sat down and watched those. No. Oh, I thought man. that was just supposed to be background noise. I don't watch those. Oh, man. But what about like Jingle All the Way? Like those Christmas movies. Home See, Alone is a Christmas movie. Jingle All the Way is pretty. Die Hard Jingle, is a movie. Jingle All the <laughs> Way is like very yeah. real. The struggle of a dad getting a Christmas present on the late, like the yeah. last day. I like that because really, really, it's realistic. The str- I mean, obviously, going through the trouble trying to find a Christmas present. The struggle of that's kind of real. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. I enjoy that one. Makes I'm you ta- smile. But I'm, ta- I'm talking about your typical, like, a Christmas story is okay. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I like, Christmas story is just, is it really good? Like, do people think, like, that's, like, a really good Christmas? Or can people get conditioned because... It, there's TNT, a lot of conditioning. Because it's yeah. been played forever since we were little, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, it's a lot of conditioning. Yeah. You're told, hey, this is amazing. You sit down and watch it. Normally, as a, as a child, like, preteen, and you're like, oh, this is the Christmas movie that you're supposed to watch. And then you probably go, like, a decade without actually seeing it. And then you just recommend it to other people when they ask you. That's how I imagine that goes down. Red Wagon is still in business because of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I think we've all had one or been around one as a kid. That's hilarious. Shout out Red Wagon. Yep. Sponsor us. Send us one. Yes, please. We'll review it. <laughs> a 2020 or 2021 version. I don't care. There you go. Yeah. Hope it's green too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Stay tuned for future episodes. We will go over some Christmas movies. We have a whole episode dedicated to nothing but Christmas movies. We're going to talk about the ones that I absolutely hate, which are almost all of them. Yeah. Except for Jingle All the Way. Mm. And uh, previously, I did say Ben Santa is like my number one. Ooh. Because I'm. Is that a Christmas movie, though? Oh, he's Santa. He's, it's Santa. <sighs> he's around Christmas time. There's an elf. 
It's snowing. There's presents. Is Die Hard you a got me at Elf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say Bad Santa is just as much a Christmas movie as. No, it's probably Die more. Hard. I'm sorry. It's probably more. What, Die Hard? No, 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 no. I'm saying Bad that Santa is more oh. of a Christmas movie than. I mean, I think only because he's literally Santa. But, like, there's. There's an elf and there's reindeer. There's an kids elf. sitting on Santa's lap. Dude, I mean, there's there's so yeah. much. There's also Santa, like, helping a girl. What's the game that she's playing in the. Pinball or whatever, like that pinball scene is insane. Uh, did anyone get presents in that Die Hard? I mean, some people got to live. Yeah. That <laughs> might that might be considered the greatest gift. Oh man! Depending on who you ask. Yeah, the greatest gift is sharing. Is uh, Gremlins a Christmas movie? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's yeah. Santa. Yeah. There's snow. There's yeah. presents. There's Christmas tree. Yeah, one of them has a little Santa hat, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Now we'll get into that in a future episode. Stay tuned for that whenever we get to that. All right, we're going to have three nerd news topics today. As always, uh, I'm going to go straight down the line real quick. Cobra Kai Season 3 trailer just got released. Uh, We're going to talk about all the 2021 Warner Brother movies that will be released on HBO Max. There's some big news about that. Some people hate it. Some people love it. And Spider-Man 3, unknown title, will reportedly bring back Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Alfred, I don't know how to say that guy's name, Molina? Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I'm going to go straight on the list. I'm going to start off with Cobra Kai Season 3. So none of you, have you guys seen Cobra Kai? You haven't seen Cobra Kai at all yet? No. Don't right, revoke yeah. my nerd card, but no. Well, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like, I'm slipping. There's a lot to watch <laughs> before that, which I totally understand. But definitely put Cobra Kai on your radar. It's must-see. Um, unlike a lot of you spoiled people out there, I had to buy YouTube Red to watch it when it first got released. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's why I didn't start watching it on in the beginning. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube Red. Now, I had to wait for season one and two to get done. On Netflix, you lucky bastards got to stream one and two right now, currently. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> messed up. And season three will be released next year, I believe. And I can't wait. I don't want to go into too much details, but it's out there. Catch up with season one and two. Give me one detail. About season three of the show. Ooh. There's the show. A, the sh- you give should the watch. Fans, give one detail. You know? <sighs> I mean, Danny, Danny LaRusso comes back, obviously. Uh, Johnny Lawrence is in it. The original two actors are back in it. Healthy? They're old, but they are healthy. You could not tell. I didn't realize how old they are. Uh, I don't remember their ages exactly, but they're freaking old, but they move pretty good. Um, Ralph Macchio plays uh, um, Daniel's son. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does such a good job. Like, what happened to that kid? Like, I don't think I've seen any of the movies. He was in, uh, oh, man, what was he in? The Outsiders movie. Right. Yeah. You know, he was in My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci. Yeah, and I think that's about it. I don't know what else he was in after that. He might well, have been on some TV shows. Probably had a smart agent, and once you secure the bag, <laughs> probably invested. Oh man, hopefully waited to strike. But then like you know, Cobra. maybe so because he's part producer on the show. Ooh. Yeah, him and Johnny Lawrence are both are. So you know, they got some some stake in this show. Um, the more reason to watch a show is so the storytelling is so well done, and 
they definitely rely on nostalgia a little bit, but also bring in new stuff with the times that blend in together and tell a great story. And the karate is just good. The, the the training montages that they had back in the movies, they definitely did the same thing for the show, <laughs> uh, which is really cool. And they touch on a lot of different current subjects today for kids. So kids can definitely relate to this show too. Along with us being older, you know, when we were kids watching this when the movie came out, like we like it too. There's something for the new age and the old age, I guess, people to watch. Check it out. There's a lot of reoccurring characters that come back from the original movies. In season three, one of the Japanese bad guys comes back. That's all I'm going to say. I've heard that it's a really well-rounded show. It's so good. And you can watch the crap out of it. And the the fighting is really good. Like, I'm like, damn, these little bastard kids. These little kids cannot fight like that. There's no way. (laughs) <laughs> they train them young now. I mean, in high school. All right. In high school. Right. All right, Kevin, we went to the high, right? Have you ever yeah. seen someone in the middle of a hallway <laughs> just do a roundhouse kick? I have. What? Did they land it? <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever seen someone around. Round- oh, kick. a roundhouse kick? Yeah. Man. I don't know. But you ever see someone <laughs> block a punch and block a chop? Like I don't think I don't, I don't think, think I've you. never seen someone block block block. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see someone put their their you know their arms up. I know if I got in a fight and I threw two bunches and he <laughs> blocked, I would just say I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you win. Like, yeah. <laughs> thank your sensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I needed. <laughs> or the fact that like you ever see someone catch a punch uh-huh. like this and they turn it around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they just caught the punch and like I've never seen that happen. Well, they have those grip strength trainers, so. Right, yeah, don't they, like, snap uh, walnuts in their knuckles oh, or something like that? I've yeah, seen that. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they're doing every day oh in, a, in study hall, you know what I'm saying, in the lunchroom, just cracking walnuts. Oh, no. That's a healthy person. <laughs> That's so funny. But, no, check out Cobra Kai, season three coming out, 2021. Very exciting stuff. Check out season one and two on Netflix right now. It's great. It's funny. You'll like the story. And it's a family show, too. It's a family show. Check it out. So, Warner Brothers Warner Brothers Studios decided in 2021, all the movies that were slated to be released 2021 will have a release on HBO's Max as well as in theaters. Because happy for that? Not Man, button. this is some bullshit! Is it some bullshit? People are not happy about this, especially Christopher Nolan. Who went on a big rant talking shit on Warner Brothers for doing this. Um, obviously, we know with the pandemic going on, people are not going to the movie theaters. So Warner Brothers was the first one to step, come out forward and say, we are going to go straight to streaming. Good or bad? I mean, us as consumers and viewers, it's great. I'm all excited for it. If people aren't going to go to the movie theaters right now, then why not put it on your streaming service? Um... I mean, it sucks because obviously you want that big theatrical, right? big screen and experience, smell of popcorn, people sneezing, coughing, whatever, <laughs> you know, sitting next to you. But, uh, you know, all the oohs and the ahs at the same time as your fellow moviegoers in certain scenes. I'm, I definitely miss that. But we don't know how long the pandemic is going to be. We don't know how long COVID is going to last. It could be another year or so. 
I mean, for the studios, it's it's about dollars and cents. So if they have HBO Max or other studios have Hulu, Netflix, whatever, wanting to to pay for these, um, then yeah, they're they're gonna follow the dollars. Um, but, I, I was, I think it's unique that I wasn't expecting the criticism to be coming from that side of Hollywood. I figured it would be us, the consumers, complaining, not necessarily Nolan having a problem with it. Well, the reason why the the um, directors and actors and production companies are upset because usually what happens in Hollywood when movies get made, uh, they usually get a, a kickback or a downside where they make residuals on the movie tickets. Right, and that's how they make their their most of their money. Oh right, yeah, and I know that they've done that with some of these movies because they like they're not sure how well they're gonna go over. Correct, and so so the the, the big thing that's going on right now is that uh, Wonder Woman that's getting released. So basically, this Warner Brothers Studios decided, okay, we're gonna put you on HBO Max and in theaters, but we are also going to pay you what you were projected to make in the theaters and give you that money up front. So, you know, here you go. Even though we didn't put it in theaters, we're still giving you all the money that you were, thought you were going to get. Right. These other studios are not getting the same treatment. So they're upset about that. I don't know. I mean, it sucks. But what can you do? I, I'm not, uh, I mean, I've obviously not business savvy enough in this Hollywood universe to be able to say, like, what would be a better solution? Um, I've, I feel like the, the studios, they're kind of, their back is up against the wall. I mean, I'm sure they would like to keep, um, you know, directors and producers like Mike Nolan happy. Um, but, I mean, it, at this point, it feels like it's either put it on HBO Max or hold it for another year? I mean, what's the... I mean, I'm sorry. These movies are going to have to bite the bullet no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It's just... It, it it's, sucks. It's a timing thing. Yeah, it is a timing thing. I mean... It, it, unfortunately, everyone's losing money. Everyone's losing money. Even the studios who are making these movies. Even Warner Brothers who, you know... They're losing money. Because I don't think... They would have made more money if the theaters are open. You can only get so much money through HBO Max streaming. Only so many people in the world can get HBO Max. Right. I mean, they're taking a big chance of themselves, too. And unfortunately, um, movie theaters are going to become a delicacy. You know, it's going to become where, you know, Warner Brothers goes to HBO Max and, say, <laughs> another studio, go. they're going to go to Apple TV. You know, um, it's... What you said, uh, she made the money off of uh, projected sales. Yeah. Now people are going to be expecting projected clicks yep. on their on their money. Yeah. You know? So, oh, I'm going to make this movie and I'm going to be on, say, Hulu or Amazon or shout out HBO Max. Holla at your boy. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're going to be expecting that people are going to stay at home and watch this. So I need an extra $5 million. No, it, 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 money is money is always going to be an issue when it comes to pandemics like this. Uh, so, tenant Christopher Nolan could be really upset because he lost over hundred. I mean, the studio Warner Brothers lost over hundred million dollars. That movie was about to be big. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Like, yeah, it was. I liked that movie a lot, but it lost a hundred million dollars being in the theaters. But even it go even that even that hundred million dollars that they lost. Let's just say it never got into theaters. It went to streaming. 
You think they make? How do they make the hundred million dollars back? They don't. Yeah. It's not a it's not a win for anybody. I mean, yeah, it sucks. Maybe people like Christopher Nolan, uh, directors, writers, scriptwriters, producers. Maybe the art form of having the masses see it, that's just gone. That's not going to happen for a really long time. I didn't even think about the underlining aspect of movie making. Yeah. Like the the artists. Yeah. The costume designers. Yep. Mm -hmm. All that. Hair hair and makeup. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, all those people, they're out of, (laughs) I mean, they're not making as much money. And movies going forward are probably not going to put that much money into that type of work right now. Because it won't matter. <laughs> I mean, there's big budgeted films that cost, you know, $200, $300 million to make. That's not going to be a thing anymore, unfortunately. Because to make that money back, you can't. I don't know how you make that. I don't know how the streaming services work, but they make that money. Because mm. do Christmas they? Is, uh, Marvel, you know? Christmas uh, toys. They'll make that money. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. The toys and stuff. But, you know, when it comes to like, like, for example, the movie Dune that was going to come out. Yeah. I mean, they ain't selling no toys. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's movies are going to have to directors, filmmakers are going to have to adjust to how they go about making movies. But who knows? This could only last a year. We don't know. We don't know. Unfortunately, this first wave of movies that we're going to come out in 2021 are going to be on a streaming app. And while that does suck, but we are still getting that, that content. I don't know. There's, I mean, there's a lot of movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over here, kind of. The maybe this will, in a good way, revolutionize the way movies are made, because even small movies now, you know, movies, you know, it might just be a a thriller or something that doesn't require a ton of special effects or anything like that. I mean, these movies are still costing, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars to make. Um, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to kind of rethink the way that Hollywood and these studios do things. Um, and maybe kind of revolutionize that because, yeah, I mean, you can't right now, if you were going to be making, you know, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but Spider Man 3 if you're projecting that in two years, this pandemic situation is still going to be on movie theaters are still going to be closed. Can you drop $300 million to make that movie? Cause you're not going to make that back. HBO max is not going to buy, um, is not going to, you know, give you a billion dollars or whatever that movie would have grossed in the theater, um, you know, for that movie. So, um, why not? This is experimental. Well, I'm, I'm just so, saying, like, HBO Max, like, we, we've talked about it before. Um, you know, there's only a certain percentage of the population is ever going to be on any of these streaming services at a certain time. Like, Netflix, true. It, you know, they've got who they've got. They will, they'll continue to grow a little bit, but, I mean, at this point, it's not 2016 you know, anymore. Like, we've all got Netflix. Yeah. Um, you know, and those numbers kind of fluctuate here and there, you know, um, but they're not going to get a new wave of like 30 million new subscribers. That's that's very true. You know, so it's like I, I just don't see where, you know, if if a movie company, you know, if Netflix wanted to give or HBO Max wanted to give somebody five hundred million dollars for a movie, like where are they going to make that money back up? 
it'd be impressive to see after that announcement, after a week, how many people bought HBO Max shares. They're about or, to get my oh yeah. Well, they're about many, to yeah. They're, they're about to get my money. Yeah, because I saw uh, the oh, can we talk about this now? Go ahead. What? The little things. Like um, oh, HBO Max. Are, some of the things that are dropping are, yeah, in the list of things that HBO mm. Max has coming out. Okay, have, yeah, so they have Denzel Washington. Yeah, Come that's on the now. first yeah. thing I saw. I was like, holy crap! Yeah. So I mean, I mean, we can go over to li- oh yeah. So the movie, the little <laughs> things. Yes, now I'm talking about. I mean, the movies, the the list of stuff going to HBO Max streaming along with theater release. The little things. They got my money. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah looks freaking yeah. phenomenal. Um. I don't care about Tom and Jerry, the live action <laughs> animation, live action Tom and Jerry movie. Uh, I have no idea what this is. The Many Saints of Newmark, uh, Reminiscence. I have no idea what that is. King Kong versus uh, Godzilla versus Kong. That's yeah, gonna be yeah. HBO, you know that's gonna be on HBO Max. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which I'm really excited for. That's gonna be released in June. So you have everyone from every single maybe genre. Space Jam, Space Jam, the new Space Jam with LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, LeBron since I have the, the bag like that. Yeah. So since I'm going to get the app, I don't got to waste my money because I would not support that movie in theaters. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So like from, from a growth aspect, HBO Max is about to be booming. Like I thought it was too late to, I mean, because everybody and their mom is coming out with a new streaming service. Yeah. I see them all the time. Every time I turn on my PlayStation, it's Peacock or whatever. All yeah. these NBC's new So one. many. So many. You know, and so I thought it was like, okay. This is this space is dead, and then HBO Max privatized. Like, I mean, just them alone getting DC is huge. I mean, the Suicide Squad in August next year, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they can afford to pay well, and make these movies. Well, well, unfortunately, these movies are always in production. Those movies kind of was, that, that money was kind of already spent. Allocated. Yeah, they are. These, what the, yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I think he's talking about HBO purchasing the rights to have them on the streaming Okay, service. so basically HBO and Warner Brothers are yeah. working together. So they're basically right. the same. So you don't think there's a, a, a money transfer or anything like that there? No. Interesting. Yeah, they're in bed together. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Probably like same CFOs, CFOs Probably like same like in the that. same meetings. Yeah, yeah. Secession, but yeah. So, things we don't see. Yeah, I'll have to do some research. I'd be really interested how the studio makes its money back. And no, and, and that's the thing, like with this first wave of these movies, like I said, it's already allocated to go to HBO Max. Right. You know, because these are already, most of these movies are basically like in the last lap of them finishing the movie and getting released. But to put up front more movies to get made after this next year, depending on the pandemic, ooh, good luck. Yeah. Like that's luck. a lot of money. It is. Um, Especially just for social you, distancing. Yeah, if you can't, you know, recoup that money with ticket sales. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be kind of scary, depending on how this goes. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if the the salaries of directors and these movie stars goes down. It's gonna, it is going to go down, unfortunately. That's, that's, that's pretty shitty. Um, but, I mean, everyone is going to take their lick, you know? It's it's just everything has, there. I mean, this pandemic has ruined lots of things, a lot of people's lives. Sorry, Hollywood is gonna get affected. It's just you know, I mean, just in the in that's the entertainment world right now. I mean, people, artists, artists are done. They're not doing shows. They're not doing concerts right now. They're done. And now, unfortunately, it's hitting the Hollywood where 
movies is now now's your turn. And unfortunately, that's just the way the world is right now. It does suck. Um, I'm just happy we're getting some type of content. Um, HBO, good luck. I mean, they're still playing catch up at Netflix right now and Hulu. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> they're on the upswing. They they sure they're, they are on the upswing. That's a home run. No, for sure. It's Mortal a game Com- changer. Mortal Kombat is going to be released. <laughs> Who do they? Do they have any big names in that one? Uh, I don't really know right now. I mean, I see them right here, but we'll talk about that. They shouldn't have any big names. No, we need horrible either. movies yeah. that are cult classics. Yeah, I mean, The Matrix. I mean, there's so many movies that were going to come out. Oh, The HBO. Matrix 4? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, like, it sucks. It sucks big time. But, I mean. <sighs> How I nice would that be to be at a. The theaters and watching that. Oh, it would be great. And, and uh, I I definitely support the theater still. Like, yeah. I, I would rather go watch a movie in theaters than on my flat screen at home. If you're listening the, to this, the weekend, go to the theaters. You can social distance. and Yes, they're doing a lot of precautions. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, go at your own risk still no matter what, you know. But be safe. You know, do what you can do to be safe. But, I mean, it's unfortunately, if people aren't going... Movie theaters going to shut down. That's like with anything else. Yeah, I mean, th- everyone there's no one. No one's bulletproof out here right now. It is. It just makes me think how, <laughs> not to not to be that guy, but how good we had it. Like I'm going back to thinking about like what was it the year that was it the year that Wonder Woman came out, and then there was like a Spider Man movie and like three Marvel movies, and it was just like back to back to back almost every month. There was some huge blockbuster thing. Wow, now it's HBO crazy. has it and Marvel Disney Plus ain't got shit. Ooh, but that Disney Plus, uh, you can't hike up prices and. Yeah. No. No. I, well, I think Disney was trying to, they were trying to support the parks when they did that. They're like, hey, the, <laughs> the parks are struggling right now. Uh, you know, nobody's coming to see, you know, Squidward dab on the on the parade <laughs> float. Uh, so, yeah. you know, I mean, shout out to Disney. They just had a birthday, but. Yeah, shout out Walt. Yeah, well, like I said, go support theaters if you can. I mean, the only way to open and let people go. That's all, that's the, all there is to it. <laughs> I mean, we're still in the first year of this pandemic, so who knows? Only Only year. Yeah, not even a full year yet. Not even a full year. Well, you asked the Red Cross. Things are well. When we started quarantining, shutting down, it was in March. Right. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> All right, Spider Man Three. There's so much going on with this movie right now, and it's also hearsay and rumors. So Spider-Man 3 is going to be a Spider-Verse movie. We're going to get a different version of Spider-Man. Supposedly Tobey Maguire is coming back. Andrew Garfield is coming back. Boo this man! I don't know why you're booing me. No. Are you booing uh, Andrew Garfield? Yeah. You're booing Andrew Garfield? Yeah. I love Toby. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Boo this man! Oh, man. They're <laughs> both They're both not real Spider-Man. What are you talking about? Tom Toby? Holland is not the best. All right, hold on. Well, 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 you guys can dig into me. Let's let's finish with the okay. the story. So there's everything from Jimmy Fox coming back to this movie, uh, the guy that played Scorpion coming back in this movie, uh, the guy that played Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man coming back to this movie. All none of this has been confirmed yet, but there's rumors of the, all this allegedly happening. Um, Sony and Marvel have not come out; have, they have not come out and released information that this is actually 100% fact yet. 
I think it all started with, with the, a meme that went rival that uh, everyone wants to see uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back to be in Spider-Man. I'm all on board for that. I'm excited if that does happen. I'm excited if they do make a Spider-Verse type movie. But everyone is excited and hoping it's going to be for Spider-Man 3. I, unfortunately, am not. It does not need to happen in Spider-Man 3. And before we get into it, I'm going to tell you why. Did you guys watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3 with Venom? Yeah. Do you remember what was wrong with that movie? Do you remember what was wrong with that movie? There was, way t- there was way too much going on. Way too many villains. Three villains. One superhero. Yep. With all this bullshit of rumors flying around about Spider-Man 3 right now, and if all that does happen, I feel like that's exactly what will happen to this movie. It will just be shit on top of shit on top of shit, where it's just going to be overwhelming and cluttered. Yeah. And cluttered. I don't... I don't I, and, and to go with Spider-Man 3, I don't want to see a Spider-Verse movie just because it's Spider-Man 3. There has to be a reason. Because right. in Spider-Man 2 that we saw with Mysterio... We still got to finish that. Right. And I want the Spider-Verse to make sense when it actually does happen. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to rush it for one. Let's finish out the story with Mysterio and go from there. I don't think it's possible to throw that many characters all into one. Like, this would have to be universe building like Avengers universe building. I don't think it's needed right now. I feel like it's doing really well right now. And, like, how much is this going to cost? Well, I I think well yeah it's gonna cost God, a that lot. that would be a that'd be an eight hundred million dollar movie, um, I I think that it would be I think it would be really cool if they took that Avengers like concept to a character and Spider Man would be a really cool character to do that with, especially because he interacts with so many, you know he interacts with X Men he interacts with, um you know Deadpool he interacts with all of these different characters, it would be really unique to see them build, um, you know, that spider verse, if you will. Um, but I don't, I agree. It shouldn't be in Spider-Man three. Um, you know, if they want to, if they want to throw something that maybe connects it later on down the road, um, because we do have, you know, Mysterio is from another universe. Um, so you kind of have a lead in there. Um, you know, maybe he's fighting him, Fights him into hit back into his universe or something like that, um, and sees, you know, Tobey Maguire. I don't know. Um, you know, I think there's a way to link it, but to throw. I mean, from everything that I've seen on Twitter and Facebook, my timeline has been littered like the last two days. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wouldn't be interested in all of that being in one movie. Shout out if they can bring all those characters back. Doc Ock, even though Toby isn't one of my favorite uh, Spider Man, uh, Doc Ock was killer. What if it was in a four-part TV series or a streaming series where you brought a multiverse to the situation? I, I think that, I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Marvel. I mean, Sony, I guess, too. I mean, because they've done it before, they've maintained a dozen superheroes on camera at the same time. They've done it. But I don't think, like Marcy said, I kind of agree. I don't think that they need to do it. And I definitely don't think they should do it in one movie. Even if it was four hours long and they split it up into four different parts, it would be a lot. Yeah, if they want to make Spider-Man 3 where it's, you know, 
Tom Holland Spider-Man versus Sinister Six, which is I'm pretty sure that's the route they're gonna go. That's good enough. Like, do you need to add two other Spider-Man to fight the Sinister Six? I don't know. Well, after the Spider-Man movie, though, Spider-Man Three, like, where is Marvel going? What's the, what's Marvel have coming up in the way of? Well, I mean, you still got Venom going on in the background. I mean, but but I'm I'll, saying I'm saying to 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 to, to, to continue the story of Spider-Man in general. I mean, you still have Venom. No, no, no. I just and mean Carnage, or what do you mean? I just mean okay. So Marvel at one point in time had like five main characters going at the same time. So you're talking about what's Marvel's next phase? Yeah, like oh, I, mean, I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. So like, I mean, they got the Doctor Strange movie that's supposed to be coming out, right? I mean, they have the whole WandaVision thing coming out. They uh, also have a uh, Doctor Strange and the new Spider-Man movie. So yeah, there's there's supposed to be connection there too, and maybe we're gonna get the crossover between the Spider Verse. With both those movies, we yeah. don't really know yet, but it's still a lot to happen right now. I just mean from the aspect of having more than one movie come out a year. Oh, like I said though, WandaVision is going to be out. In the in the, like a TV then, series. Don't forget <laughs> WandaVision, and then uh, you're going to get a Black Widow still. We haven't gotten yet. Oh yeah, we're still going. Mm. To, that has to happen. Like I'm going to say before, like I've talked about this before, Blake. Marvel is on the downswing. He's about to hype up DC. Oh, no, I'm not He's even been hyping up DC for. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going. But, but I'm that's not even going to compare. That's but, why I'm. But, that's why I think doing a Spider Verse buildup like they did with Avengers would make the most sense. Because if not, yeah, they are on a downswing. They have very little left on their plate. So it would make sense if they are going to do this to to do it how they did, how they brought on Captain America, how they brought on Iron Man, how they brought on. Um, uh, I mean, but that's ten years worth of movie telling, though, man. Yeah, but I was, okay. So you've been doing it for ten years, like and you you just knocked Endgame out of the park. Why would you stop? Why would you stop? Well, I think movie like with minus COVID. Go, well, I'm saying if it wasn't for COVID, oh, of course, yeah, those plans could probably keep going. But I think right now they're like, oh shoot. I mean, I feel like they got to Endgame and they were like, oh, now what do we do? I don't know, but there's still a lot of other separate solo. Solo Marvel movies are supposed to come out outside of the Avengers, though. I mean, we're supposed to get Black Panther two still. Like, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff, kind of. Yeah, but yeah. it's, it's a, the only the only difference is now like we don't know the end game of what all these separate movies are going right. to be. And I like I don't really care if they all connect. Just make some good movies. I mean, the last thing we remember is Mysterio said the uh, Spider Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, that's huge. That's really huge. Kind of. I mean, what's going to happen in this world? Is, is, uh, Spider- I don't want to spoil it. Is Peter Parker going to be on the run? You want me to spoil it? I don't care if it's in the comic books. I don't know that. Spider- so in the comic books, um, um, Doctor Strange like goes back and erases that from everybody's minds. Ooh. So that's a Doctor Strange. So he's connection. not taking. No one knows he's like for a while they know, but then they they won't know. He's not know. taking pictures. He's not doing his. So I do want to talk about that actually. I'm glad you brought that up actually. When is uh, Peter Parker going to graduate high school? <laughs> I mean, he's got at least he's I mean, he's like a, a fifth year sophomore at this point. And so. It's fucking dumb. I'm ready to see Peter Parker progress a little bit, come a little older, go to college, uh, work for the fucking Daily Bugle by now. I th- I thought that they were going to hope like, the that Tom Holland could get fi- like some five o'clock shadow, but he still has a baby face, and so they're like, damn it, like seventh year senior. Oh, 
line it up. I don't know. It's just super weird. I'm, I don't know how long they're going to keep doing that. And that's kind of my only uh, negative part that I don't like about Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Not Tom Holland specifically, but the whole, his version is because I'm ready for him to grow up a little bit and get me to be more relatable to that character. I don't know how you are, but a kid's still in high school. He should be in that college level where he's experiencing things as a as a boy going into college and uh, kind of having some conflict of um, being Spider-Man and being Peter Parker at the same time. We really haven't seen that too much. You're, you've absolutely seen that when? in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about this version, though. I'm talking about in this version of Tom Holland's. I think, I mean... I mean, that has to be a thing. It's always going to be a thing for him. Yeah, but... But, not, but like okay, he's, so... He's not getting to be a kid. These different... Uh, Marvel, Marvel's redone Spider-Man a few different times to where they focus on different aspects and struggles that he goes through. And that whole, like, balancing college and Mary Jane and all that shit at the same time... And, and work for the Daily Bugle. I feel like they don't necessarily have to stick super close to the script this time. Toby Maguire was uh, in college when he did the Upside Down Kiss. Yeah. So. He was, I'm pretty sure he was interning for the Daily Bugle, or he was definitely taking yeah, photos for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, he was like, yeah. he was you older. Know? And that's what I'm talking about. Like, when are we going to get that part, a progression of that side? Well, so I mean, it wanna, would have to be now because. I would hope so. You want to see, like, an adult version of what no. we grew up as, no. as a kid? Shit, maybe. Like. I don't know. know. That'd be a different take. Like, instead of Spider-Man, like, shooting 30-foot webs, he can only shoot six-foot <laughs> webs, you know? But I can get that checked out. Get that Spider-Man Viagra going on. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but I'm just saying, though, see, 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 see. A blue see, pill helps him. I'm saying, seeing the, seeing the, uh, the blue chew, if you know what that is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh yes. Uh, but getting back to uh, Spider-Man, though, I'm just saying the progression of uh, Peter Parker's story, yeah. we're not really getting too much of that. But you're right. We've seen that multiple times. But I'm just saying, like, let's go. Because I'm just saying, because with college comes different different things that happen to him that could happen to his character. Um, why haven't we got Doc Connors yet? Who? Doc Connors. Alligator Man. The scientist. Oh. Wasn't he in Tobey Maguire's? No. Actually, yeah, he was. But he wasn't He wasn't the Doc. And then we also got him in um, to, uh, blah, 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 Andrew Garfield's version. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. I'm saying they Crawford. haven't met yet. Like they haven't met in Tom Holland's version yet. Right. I mean, if they, I don't know if they've actually showed him at all. You I mean, they really him. haven't gone into a whole lot of depth into. I mean, he fought the, the vulture. Uh, what I really want to see is Kingpin. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. That that would be that would be big. I mean, the stuff that they can totally do. No pun intended. That Marvel's lacking right now with the Spider-Man movie. Now there's so much they, so much they could do still. Yeah. A Thanks, lot. COVID. Yeah, fucking COVID. But now that, uh, oh my gosh. And then I heard today, yesterday, there was rumors of Charlie Cox, uh, the guy that played Daredevil in the Netflix series. Is yeah, be he's joining definitely going to be like, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Just don't dumpster fire this movie, though. Dude. Where like, you have to try to fit 10 different uh, ten different personalities into and like, two hours. Like I said, I just want it to make sense if it actually happens. Why don't you? Why don't they just consult you? Hey, why, hey, they listen to listen to the cast. Hard, fucking hire me, Marvel. So, I do you win. do you? What's your biggest concern that they try to squeeze this all into one movie? Yeah, just like Spider Man Three, what they did with Tobey Maguire's movie. I don't think they'll do that. I think they learned their lesson. I don't know. I'm just and now they can manage multiple squeeze in six people. They can. They can. Ma they've managed multiple villains in the past, though. I think they could. 
I don't I don't want it to be all in Spider Man three, but if anybody can do it, who has shown that they can do it? So Octavius is going to be the main villain. Well, I think they're still going to be dealing with the Vulture. I, well, yeah, is he still around? I think they're still going to be dealing with the what was the villain in the second one? Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. Thing. So, so they got to right clean there. that. They got to <laughs> clean that up. Yeah. Um, yeah Doc Toby. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because Doc Ock is going to be in this movie. Yeah. So damn. Because they saw him on the scene. Yeah. So yeah. Doc Ock, you still got Mysterio and Vulture still. That's three, and that then is... you have multiple, maybe three other, two other Spider Mans. Yeah. This is plus like... a Mary Jane out here. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. I can see it working in my mind. Kirsten kissing three, three young guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I could I could see from the villain aspect, I can see them because I really liked how they did the vulture to where he was like just the hardworking guy, like he's trying to do stuff for his family, like it just didn't work out. And all of the Marvel characters are kind of like that. A lot of the bad guys, they come from people who Oh uh, no, man. I think all these well. bad guys need their own individual movie before I can see them all come together. Though. And you would That'd fall in love nice. with them that yeah. way. Uh, yeah, just, you would oh be. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I don't yeah, care about would. that. No, we don't need that. We don't So well, hold on. Besides like the Punisher and stuff like that, who is a villain that they've actually not vilified, but glorified with their own movie. Besides Punisher? I think that's about it. I don't know. Yeah. He's a vigilante. Anti-hero. If there's a villain that you would like to see a background. Besides Kingpin? Ooh. Yeah. Kingpin would be fucking tight. But see that mobster type? Yeah. That'd be really fucking badass, actually. Yeah. No, that'd be really cool. Yeah, but... Back to saying, like, I don't want them to throw too much in this movie. If they're going to make this movie, make it fucking three hours long. <laughs> like, I don't want them to throw it all together. That'd this be may detrimental be a, to me. A four-part hour long. I don't know. They could do it, and I'd watch it, and I'm sure it would be amazing. <laughs> but, damn it, it would... They don't They don't have to. I am super excited about Spider-Man. Um, hopefully Marvel... I'm assuming Marvel's going to do fine with this movie. Whatever, I don't fucking care. I, I, when it comes out, I can't wait to watch it. They're gonna get, they're gonna get my money. I mean, they're gonna get my money. It hurt him so much to admit that. Oh, not at all. No, I'm just saying they're gonna get my money. I'm excited for it. I can't wait for it. I just don't want anyone's expectations to get too high because all this rumors coming out here. It, but, uh, it is a lot, and it it's. I don't. I think that's also what kills some of the momentum of movies when there's too much stuff like that. Yeah. What kills it for me is when they show too much in the trailers. That's true. Like. How yeah. how awesome would it be? Like, okay, if these rumors hadn't come out and they show the trailers, fuck, and it just looks like a continuation of Spider Man Two, and then like half of the characters are in it. Like, you have Daredevil and you have Doc Ock and you have you know these people. Like, that would be killer. Don't give me too much in the trailers, Marvel. I just want to see Doc Ock. I like, I like the way he does business. <laughs> I honestly I w- do. I, I wonder. I had, How's he looking? Has he aged? I don't know. You would have to. I think they would have to CGI his his freckles because he's wait who the guy that plays Doc, Doc Ock. Like that's oh. twenty years. Well, it Me? depends. It depends on what they do with how they do this universe. And that's the thing. They could do so much. We don't know anything yet. Like, like they could be. They could be ten years in the future. It doesn't have to be the same simultaneously. The same thing. Yeah. We don't know anything, and that's the thing. It's just all speculation right now. That's going to be it for today's episode. Kevin, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, until next time.
Blake, hit the button. Please subscribe to our podcast. Thank you very much. Ryder, bye-bye.